Do you do New Year's resolutions or do you not? Are they worth it? Are they an absolute waste of time? That is the argument that happens every single year all over social media. And we're going to answer that in five seconds. And then after that, I'm going to give you a two-step framework that you can use to exponentially increase the chances of accomplishing or reaching anything you want to achieve this year in 2023. So if that sounds good to you, well, then keep on listening. Hi, I'm Joseph Olschlager, and what you're about to experience is a brand new approach toward optimizing your health, wellness, and fitness so that you can fully thrive in both business and in life. But get ready because we're going against industry norms and we're saying no to hacks, shortcuts, bad diets, and tunnel vision on physique and appearance, and saying yes to simple, timeless principles of health and wellness to build a clear, powerful mind, a strong, capable body, and resilient vitality. So you can go get out there and fully pursue your purpose, maximize your impact, and live a deeply fulfilling, satisfying life. Welcome to the Optimized for Impact podcast. Welcome back or welcome to, if it's your first time here, the Optimized for Impact podcast. My name is Joseph and thank you so much for tuning in to the second episode of 2023. And so on the show today, I wanted to take on a topic Right now is January 9th. I want to take on a topic that I have seen just dominating social media over the last week. I'm assuming you have too, unless you live under a rock, which I'm assuming you aren't, because there is only one Patrick Star. Then you have probably seen the great debate that happens every single year around this time, which is, do you make New Year's resolutions or do you not? It always seems like this split fight. There are so many people on both camps, both sides of the aisle. The one group is like, they're an absolute waste of time. They never work. Don't waste your time. The other group is like, no, they work. They're absolutely worth setting goals. Yes, you're not going to accomplish everything that you ever speak out into the universe, right? But that's okay. It gets you closer to where you want to go. And every year, everyone has their hot take on do you set resolutions, do you not, what's the perfect formula for setting resolutions, et cetera, et cetera. And so being me, I want to share my hot take, my joology, if you will, and it's that it doesn't matter. Don't overcomplicate this. It doesn't matter whether you set a resolution, whether you don't, they both work. It just depends on what works for you and what do you want. Here's my super high level, wildly scientific framework that seems to just slice through the argument of, do you need resolutions? Do you not? And it's this, you want to go from point A to point B. As long as you know where point A is or point B is the outcome you want, and you're clearly here at point A, then all you got to do is just take actions that move you from point A to point B. And that's it. It really is that simple know where point B is, and then just take actions that move you closer to the outcome you want. Okay. So point A to point B. Now there are two keys to this. 
are really only two things you have to know here or that you maybe should know in order to be or have the highest likelihood of achieving the things you want to achieve this year. Okay, so this is like in place of resolutions, here's what I would tell you to do. The first key to accomplishing what you want is to have a goal that is clear enough. So using the framework of point A to point B, all you need to be able to do is just know where point B is enough, you know when you've reached it. That's all the clarity you need. You don't need any type of like those frameworks, like the SMART goal, specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and timely. If I'm remembering from exercise science school, you don't really need that. All you got to know is just have your goal that is, have a goal, set a goal that is clear enough that you know when you're there. For example, the wrong type of goal, a goal that is not clear, that I hear many times at the start of a, a new year is this is the year I'm going to get fit. First off, that's a freaking awesome goal. Your life is going to be magnitudes better, way more fun. You're going to feel awesome. You're going to do cooler things in life because you have a healthy fit body. You're not limited by disease or poor health, right? Great goal, but it's not clear because like, how do you know when you've reached the finish line of being fit? It's super ambiguous. It's super relative, right? It could mean a million different things for a million different people. So a better thing is you just want to say, okay, what does that look like for you? Specifically, what does it mean to be more fit? And then maybe they would say, okay, um, I want to run my first 5k. Great. That is a goal that is clear enough that you know, when you've run your first 5k, you know, when you've reached it. So now you know where point B is enough that you can begin to take actions toward it. Start running, start walking, start jogging, start doing a push-up every day. Start eating a little bit more protein with your meals, cut back on your calories, right? You have enough clarity, you know where to go. So now all you gotta do is start taking actions that'll move you closer to that point. Okay, so the key here is one, don't make goals that are so vague you don't know when you've reached them. But the other side of the coin is don't over procrastinate and get yourself stuck in analysis paralysis, trying to come up with the perfect goal to go through all the steps, the five steps of the goal setting framework that also will keep you stuck. will keep you from getting to the goal you want. Just get a goal that is clear enough. You know, when you've reached it, and you know what actions to take to begin at least moving yourself closer to it. You don't need the perfect action plan. You just need to know what is one thing I can do, simple thing to get me closer, and you will figure out the rest as you go, okay? So key number one is just set a goal that is clear enough you know when, you, when you've reached it. Key number two is optimize for taking action. Action is everything. Action is the only thing that'll move you from point A to point B, no matter what your goal is, whether it's a health goal, whether it's a financial goal, whether it's a relationship goal, whatever it is, nothing is going to change unless you take action. The, like, again, it doesn't matter if this is like a fitness goal where you're like, well, of course I have to take action. Like I have to like go lift the barbell, right? But even like mental actions, let's say, um, 
I don't know, coming up with poems. This is just off the top of the head. You could have that goal. And in your head, you're like, okay, well, coming up with poems doesn't seem like I really need to do any actions. I just got to think about it. But there again, right? It's an action. You have to do the thing of thinking about poems, right? So no matter what it is, you have to take action to move yourself from point A, B, from point A closer to point B. So in order to increase your likelihood of being as successful as possible in achieving the goals, resolutions, or ambitions you have in 2023, optimize for taking action. Now, I have four suggestions for this step. They're things that will help you be more likely to take action than to stay still, not do anything. The first one is, can you make the action? Okay, the first step you're gonna take from point eight point from point A toward point B. So this first action, can you make it more obvious? So what I mean by that is there's this concept of the habit loop. And so the habit loop is a framework for describing why we take action, why we do the things we do, and why we do them repeatedly. And so the first step in the habit loop is the cue. Something in your environment triggers you to take an action, to do something, whether it's reach for the potato chips, whether it's get up and answer the phone, whether it's look at your phone, maybe it was like a notification, like that's a cue, right? And so the cues can either be positive or negative. They can either be cues that cue us to or encourage us to take an action we want to take, a positive action, or they can be cues that cue us for taking a negative action, something we don't want to do. So the question is, how can you set a cue that'll make it more obvious to you to take the action you want to take to move you closer to point B? So can you set a reminder to get up and do five push-ups? Break up your work day, right? Set it like a 30-minute reminder. Every 30 minutes, I'm going to get up and do five push-ups. That is making the action more obvious because you're setting a cue. Another one might be putting sticky notes on your bathroom mirror to remind yourself, hey, eat some protein today. Or, hey, make three sales calls, right? You're making it more obvious. You're setting reminders. You're putting something in your environment that reminds you to take the action and to begin to move from point A to point B. That alone, by setting good, well-strategic reminders, cues, to make the actions we want to take more obvious, you're going to be much, much, much more likely to successfully take that action. So that's number one. Can you make it more obvious? Number two, can you make it more simple? Many times... I am very guilty of this. When the moment we are ready to make change, we are stoked about it usually. Like you you finally like build up, the pressure's building, the pressure's building. You want to do something. There's just not enough motivation. And all of a sudden, you seem to like crest the hill and you start sweeping down, rushing down the hill on the other side. You have all this motivation to get up and go do the thing. And the tendency is to 
decide, set the resolutions that are really, really grand in a moment of motivation, in a moment of just pure inspiration, be like, I'm going to get up and run every single morning at 4 a.m. Yikes, right? Maybe in the moment it sounded amazing because you were so motivated. Two days later, it's not going to sound so amazing. That's a big action. That is very hard to do. The question would be, can you make that more simple so you are more likely to be able to successfully do it more often? So usually, if you have a big action, those big ones are hard to do. So can we make them more simple, cut a big, huge leap down into tiny steps so we can take those steps more consistently because consistency and frequency is the magic. It is the secret sauce of accomplishing anything you want in life. It makes sense when we say it, right? Like, well, of course, small steps consistently taken will get us closer than just sitting there waiting to take this massive leap that we might never take, right? So can you make it more simple? And when I'm looking at something like, let's use um, studying for a test. For example, I've heard some people say, okay, I'm going to sit down, block off three hours um, three days a week and study for the test. I would say, okay, that's great. But the reality is in a busy schedule, blocking off three hours might be very difficult. We might not do it. And if we don't do it, then we're not going to study for the test and yikes, not a good thing, right? So could we make that more simple? Something that is much easier to activate, easier to do. And so you might want to say, instead of saying like three, three hour chunks every week, be like, okay, every day I am going to study for 10 minutes. Perfect. At least 10 minutes. And if I want to study more than 10 minutes, I can, but I'm going to set a timer and silence my phone and study for at least 10 minutes. That's much more doable, right? Mentally, we could be like, okay, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure somewhere in my day, I can find a time to study for 10 minutes, at least. Perfect. That's way more simple. It's much more actionable. You are much more likely to actually take action when it's simple. So here's the question, which I learned studying nutrition, actually, which I think is the most valuable question to determine, is it, is this actionable? Is the thing I'm going to do, is it simple enough that I'm going to be highly likely to do it? I use this in everything, business, creating content, nutrition, exercise, everything. And it's this question. When you've identified the action that you're going to take, like studying three hours every day, ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how likely am I to be able to do that most days? Okay, so studying three hours, I'd be like uh, probably a two, very highly unlikely. And so 10 is very likely, one is very unlikely. And Unless you, unless you rate the action as a nine or 10, so very highly likely to do it most days, you probably want to try to chunk that action down into something smaller. So for example, studying three hours every day this week for this test, I would rate that a one or two, highly unlikely. So that then, all right, so then I think, okay, well, what about at least 10 minutes a day? I would put that at a nine or 10. Highly likely I can do that. Perfect. There it is. That's your action. Unless it passes the 9 to 10 test on a scale of 1 to 10, you should probably make it more simple. Okay? It's a gold question. 
highly encourage you to use it and let me know if it's helpful because that alone has allowed me to self-analyze goals or actions that I set and be like, okay, is this, this sounds great, Joseph, is this realistic? And it's a moment of truth for me. And it's so crucial because if it's not realistic and I go with it, like studying three hours a day, I'm much more likely to fail because it's much less likely I'll actually take the actions that move me from point A closer to point B because they're so hard to take. So can you make it more simple? Use that one to 10, the scale of one to 10 question, unless it's a nine or 10, see if you can make it easier. Okay, so we've talked about, can you make it more obvious? Can you make it more simple? And then number three of the section of optimizing for action, we're talking about how can you optimize for taking action? Number three is set a reward or a celebration. So research has shown that the positive feelings associated with winning, with doing the action, successfully doing the action, successfully taking a step closer toward the person you want to be, the goal you have, the outcome you want, the thing you want to achieve, that feels good. And that good feeling is actually a release of neurotransmitters, chemicals in the brain that make us feel happy, that make us feel successful, excited. We can feel the momentum, right? And so you want to feel that. And so what those neurotransmitters do is when your brain gets those and they get released when you win or when you feel good, is it's a reward to your brain. Your brain remembers that and goes, hey, when we take that action, we feel good. And so we want to take that action more often. So it actually begins to like improve the circuitry of taking the action that you want. So for example, studying 10 minutes a day, if I study for 10 minutes and then do something to celebrate after I'm done, I did the action. Now I'm going to pick, pick a simple celebration or reward. So my simple celebration might just be like pumping my fist in the air and saying like, yes, good job. Or like high five myself and be like, good job, Joseph, you did it. That's a positive stimulus in my brain. It makes me feel good. And you can pick anything that makes you feel good. That's, that's the trick here is it has to be something that actually makes you feel good. Could be a little dance, could be checking something off on a habit tracker or a, like a list. Um, whatever it is, is that good feeling releases some of those neurotransmitters that makes your brain much more likely to the next day want to do that action again because it is now associated feeling good or pleasure with that action. So you're actually gaming or building a stronger neural network. This is an actual anatomical, physical thing. Your neurons are actually wiring stronger for taking that action because your brain wants to feel good more often. It's crazy, but it works. And research backs this up. So if you want to optimize for taking the actions that you want to take to accomplish the goals, visions, dreams you have for 2023, when you pick the action you want to take, when you've made it really simple, you want to consciously choose what you are going to do to celebrate or reward yourself for taking that action because that is going to wire that action into your brain to make you more likely to successfully do it.
Okay, the final one for optimizing for taking action is to track your wins, track your progress. Now, some people don't like using habit trackers, checklists, anything like that. You don't have to. However, I encourage you to do it because when you have a checklist, like on your calendar, right, where you put a check mark every day, you do the action you want to do, that is physical evidence that you can look at anytime you feel discouraged, anytime you need motivation. It is evidence for the fact that you are the type of person who takes action. You are becoming the person you want to be. You are doing the actions that you need to do. You are moving yourself closer to the outcomes that you want in life, you want in 2023. And that powerful evidence helps us in moments of doubt, in moments of discouragement, in moments where we don't see any results yet. We can look at that and remind ourselves even though the outcome is not here, even though we do not have any of the results we've wanted, we can still look at that and say, don't give up because I am making progress toward that goal. I am getting closer because I have this record of actions that I have taken. I can see it. It's right there. And you are highly more likely to continue to be consistent when you have that physical representation, evidence, if you will, making a case for the fact that you are the type of person who takes actions and moves yourself toward your goals, pursues your goals. You are that person, right? And that identity, this comes at like the identity psychology. When you are somebody, when you have evidence, you're making a case for the fact that you are not a quitter. You are not someone who is lazy, someone who, um, typically starts a resolution and fails, having that physical evidence is a powerful way to throw off those lies that our brain sometimes tries to tell us or other people try to tell us like, oh, you won't be able to do that. There's no way. Remember last year when you started the diet and you gave up in two weeks? Like, no way. This is physical proof. You can look at that chart and be like, absolutely not. I reject that. I refuse to have those words spoken over me because here is proof I'm looking at it. It's a record, like a court document that says, nope, you are the person who takes action and you move yourself consistently closer to your goals. So consider tracking your wins. Okay, that's it for this episode. I wanted to keep it quick. Let's do a quick, big picture recap of what I talked about because I can ramble a little bit and I want to make sure that you leave with a very concise picture of what we talked about today. So. Do you make resolutions? Do you not? It doesn't matter. So long as you have a goal that is clear enough, you can know when you reach it and you know what direction to begin heading, what actions to begin taking. Okay. So get a goal that is clear enough. You know, when you've reached the finish line and then number two, optimize for taking action, optimize your daily routines, your life, your environment for taking the steps toward that outcome. And in order to help you be more consistent, because consistency is the key, 
And by the way, consistency doesn't mean every single day. Okay, so get that myth of perfection out of here. Consistency is better said as frequency. Okay, frequently doing the actions you need to do. We all have bad days. We all have days where we miss those, and that's all right. Just get back and do them. Okay, so consistently doing the action there. Four steps to help you optimize for taking action, being an action taker to accomplish the goals you want this year. One is, can you make the actions that move you closer to your goals more obvious? Number two is, can you make them more simple and doable? Remember to use that one to 10 and look for an answer of nine to 10. Is it very, very doable? Number three, set a reward or celebration. Feeling good wires that action into your brain. You're much more likely to take it from a reward dopamine serotonin system. And number four, track your wins. Track your progress somehow is evidence that builds a case that you are building momentum, you are moving closer to your goals, even in those moments where you don't see anything yet, the bank account doesn't show it, the scale doesn't show it, but you know it will and you know you're going to get there. Track your wins. That's evidence. Okay. Hopefully you enjoyed this. I found this very powerful. I use this psychology, this geology in my business, in my health and fitness, in relationship goals, whatever it is, I keep try to keep it simple, keep it action-based, know where I'm going, and then take actions to get there. It's that simple. Okay, hopefully you found this useful. I want to quickly let you guys know, as listeners of the podcast, I want to give you the first option to get in on this. I am just on the cusp of releasing my first program. It is the Lean Operating System. It is a process I used one month ago to lose seven pounds, seven pounds in five weeks. I did it over Thanksgiving even. This wasn't perfect. It's a super simple process for losing weight. It's so flexible. It's so simple. You don't need anything special, nothing high level. And the best part is the entire process is built on simple, sustainable habits that you can use. These are skills you learn that not only get you pretty awesome results, seven pounds in five weeks is pretty awesome, but they are skills and habits that you will now have in your toolbox for the rest of your life. This is not one of those diets where you do it and then you stop. These are practices, skills, and habits that you can use now moving forward into the rest of your life. I use them every day. They're very simple. They almost become automatic, if we're being honest. If you want more information on that, I'm going to be running it for the very, very first time. So as a founding member of this beta program, version 1.0, I'm going to give you guys a really, really awesome discount as well as some exclusive founder perks. There might be some merch on the line. If that sounds interesting, if this is something that you would like, you would like to lose a few pounds, get a little bit leaner and fitter this year, but do it without crazy fad diets or methods that are so complicated and so time consuming and that don't really seem to work. Don't give you results at last. You want permanent, a system for permanent fat loss and just being able to live with a leaner, fitter, more capable, kick-ass body, this is for you. Check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes. It's the lean operating system, and the beta group will be taking off within a month. So be looking for that on social media. If you're listening, you can take, you can snag the first couple seats. Seats will probably be limited, to be honest. I'm going to work with a couple people closely in this program 
get some good feedback, make an awesome version 2.0, which you'll also get access to for free in the future. This is lifetime access. So tons of perks as a founder to help me dial this thing in. It worked amazing for me and now I wanna test it and see how we can make it better for the rest of you out there. So if you wanna be a founding member in the Lean Operating System, link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Cheers to 2023, guys. This is gonna be the year where a lot of us optimize for action and honestly get to point B, maybe point C, point D, point E, and beyond, I think, because we are going to make stuff happen this year. I'm excited, I'm anticipating it, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode of the Optimize for Impact, Optimize for Impact podcast. <laughs> Take care.